take things back to basics. There's no magic, easy, lasting fix, and learning takes time. But commit to that learning process if you actually want to see lasting results. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about not overcomplicating something that should be simple. So I actually got an email saying, what about stubborn belly fat? Yeah, I know macros, but what else can I do? And my reply back was, why add complication to something that should be simple? This person knew what they wanted or what they should do, but it wasn't what they wanted to do. They wanted to make things either more complicated or find a way around something they deemed hard. And I totally get that as I literally avoided tracking macros for years, saying it was just too much. It was too tedious. It was too boring. I could never do that. You know, I made all the excuses. But so often we do want to overcomplicate something that really should be simple. As unsexy as those basics are, they are the fundamentals for a reason. And so often we are sort of pushing our attention to the things that make the 1% difference, overstaying focus on what actually we need to do to be consistent and get results. Too often we almost want to do more, right? We're seeking out all these other options because it makes us feel more in control because we're able to manipulate all these different variables. But these variables really, unfortunately, don't matter as sexy as they are. So I wanted to talk about how you could really stay focused on those basics and why I really think there are two fundamental things we need to focus on if we want results, okay? And it comes down to two main pillars, macros and our nutrition, right? The foundation of our nutrition and also progression, so our workouts and how we dial these things in. And as much as this is not sexy, as much as we want fancy things, as much as we want new shiny objects, and I don't think as humans will ever not chase those, these two things are key. And if we can really understand these two things, we're going to get results no matter what goals we want to work towards and no matter how our you know needs change over time, whether or not we're going through menopause, we have our period, we want to train for you know a triathlon now, whatever it is, we can take on that challenge. We can even work around now having a family and still balancing our aesthetic goals because we understand these two things, okay? So why macros matter? Macros are literally at the heart of every single diet out there. I don't care if this diet says that you don't have to track your macros, just eliminate these foods. They're having you eliminate specific things because they're trying to dial in your macros in a specific way and by that adjust your calories. And so if we just cut out those things arbitrarily without understanding how they actually impact our macros, we might see results when we cut out those things. But unless you are realistically never going to include those things again, You've never actually learned what you need in terms of how you need to fuel. You don't know why that ratio might've worked for you or what that ratio was to then even balance those things in while still hitting that ratio, right? So if you're saying trying keto, but you love bread, you love all the carbs and you cut that out, you might not understand, well, hey, this keto ratio that they're having me do is actually X amount of carbs. So I actually could work those things in as long as I stay at this number. By understanding macros, you can work in any foods you want. Okay, no, this isn't too good to be true because I'm not saying you can eat whatever you want whenever you want, but if you like cocktails, if you like certain things, you can find a way to balance them in because you actually understand that it's about how you adjust your protein, carbs, and fat. It's why I harp on people to always learn about macros. As unsexy as it is, as tedious, as boring, you know, as it is, I don't know about you, but I hate budgeting, right? You know, there's certain things we don't necessarily, I don't like using an alarm to wake up. But I also understand that that is the foundation of how I get results. And by doing those things and implementing these systems, I will get to where I want to go. If you understand macros, you can adjust based on your needs and goals changing. When you hit menopause, you need to make changes. Maybe you're finding you're not responding to carbs as well. Or maybe you up your cardiovascular activity. Maybe you're less active, more active, whatever it is. 
you can change your macros if you take the time to learn about them. So as much as we want to try and find a way around that hard, embrace that learning process. Okay. So start to think about how can I learn about macros? And if you're starting out, don't even try and hit a specific ratio. Just track your food, track your food, look at the ingredients, see what the macros are in that, see what your daily totals are. Then think, Hey, what's one change I can make? Try changing the portion of just even one thing that you logged. You'll be surprised by how much that learning process then helps you understand the breakdowns of your food, how you're feeling throughout the day and helps you really adjust your macros. Okay. It will then allow you to steer into the skid when you feel extra hungry around your period because your metabolic rate has actually increased. It will help you if you're injured and not training as hard to adjust around that, right? It'll give you complete and utter empowerment in terms of your diet and adjusting towards your needs and goals. But again, it's not sexy. It's not fancy. It's just that boring basic and that simple thing that we need to do. Don't overcomplicate. In terms of our workouts, okay? So I get that we want to do fancy new moves and we want to, you know, keep mixing it up. Variety is the spice of life. But if you are not repeating your workouts, you're really holding yourself back from seeing results. Because the simple fact of the matter is if we string things together randomly, we don't really know what's working. Okay. And we could keep beating our body down. If you're trying to work towards a pull-up and you have pull-up work on random days, some weeks you include it more, some weeks you include less. You're not giving yourself that consistent way of tracking what's actually working. And a lot of times you might see one week see improvement, right? But then because you included pull-up work on a different day and now your back is fatigued from other things, you might feel like you went backwards and then throw out everything you're doing, even if it was working just because that one day you were more fatigued and you didn't even realize how everything had added up. By giving yourself that clear progression, you're allowing yourself to build. You're allowing yourself proper recovery. You're allowing muscles to uh, actually progress and adapt. Okay. That progression is key. What that means is you need to design a weekly schedule that you repeat for a couple of weeks. It doesn't mean that you have to get stuck only doing boring things, right? You can add in some variety over that week. You don't have to repeat the same move every day and you probably shouldn't, but you want to make sure that the schedule is truly mapped out based on the realistic time you have so you can get consistent with it and see results, but also that you can control for the actual volume that you're doing over the week, right? Too often we just try and do more. We try and beat ourselves down and we're not repairing and rebuilding. So we're working really hard to not see results. But if you actually take that progression, you track, how are my numbers increasing each week? How am I feeling the moves improve? Am I actually feeling that mind-body connection? You can actually then recognize when you're getting overloaded and too fatigued. You can actually then see how you're progressing towards that pull-up and what is and isn't working, right? But by understanding that you have to design that weekly progression based on a realistic schedule for you, you can really dial in your workouts to work towards any goals. You'll start to understand how you respond to things, how much time you need to recover, how things need to be designed. The key is though, that you're designing everything in your workouts based on your needs and goals, not just trying to make it harder, not just trying to add in more, but based on the focus. If your focus is trying to train for a race, as your mileage increases, your strength workout should shift, right? You have all those miles mapped out. You want to do the same thing for your workouts in the gym, but you want to make sure that you've actually mapped everything out in a realistic way for you too. There's no ideal schedule. There's no ideal split. There's so many different things we can do. There's so many different paths we can get to the same destination, right? When you're driving towards a destination, there's often a lot of different roads you can take based on traffic even there. So there's lots of different ways you can design to gain muscles and gain muscle. And you can actually play around with that over time, which is the really fun part, right? There's lots of different ways to do it. Uh, you can have fun with it, progression in that, diversity in that. Uh, it doesn't have to be boring, but you always want to come back to that progression because you can only see if you're actually building by tracking the numbers over time, by tracking the tempo you're able to use, the variation you're able to use. Knowing that progress will also never be linear, linear, so you have to sometimes back off, but you can really see when you might be needing to do that versus reaching the point of overload and injury and complete fatigue and burnout because of your tracking your results. But design for a realistic schedule because that's what's going to work best and help you get consistent.
I know it's not sexy to design a workout progression where you're repeating the same moves and sometimes even very basic moves. And I know it's not fun to track your food, but guys, when we overcomplicate things, we end up working really hard to feel really frustrated, like we're broken, like nothing's working because we don't know what truly is and isn't moving us forward, right? We could be doing a whole bunch of wasted effort. So dial things back. Realize that learning about these fundamentals is also how you become empowered to make changes over time, okay? Because our body, our needs, our goals are going to adjust. Take things back to basics. There's no magic, easy, lasting fix, and learning takes time. Commit to that learning process if you actually want to see lasting results. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.